Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna, Lutruwita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. For a feel-good start to another day. This is Triple M Breakfast. Triple M Breakfast. Welcome to the podcast. What a great show. It was a great show. We had Angry Anderson. He's coming up. Yeah, true. Rocker. Rocker. Back in the pubs. You were blown away by something in the show that happened outside on the windows. Oh, yeah. Surprises. We spoke fines for I, speeding. I had a dream come true. You did. And we had our psychic Sarah come in and read tarot cards. Yes. Here's what you missed. Producer Rhea from the Triple M Producers Desk is here to give us an update on all things local news. Good morning, Rhea. Good morning, Cousin Tubes. So there's a new report released today by the McKell Institute. Mm-hmm. Um, they do have links to labour, which is, is important to note, but they've claimed that Tassie's public transport system is in seemingly terminal decline. So I think we all know it's been a little bit... Um, Unreliable as of late. Uh, The report is titled A Better Deal Fixing Tasmania's Public Transport System and it's revealed that Tassie spends the least per capita on public transport than any other state or territory. Right, well... Right, we're going out this afternoon to catch a bus. Okay. See if we can. Well, I'm sure we can. I think the issue that they would suggest is probably the terminal part of... Tasmania's public transport service is that some of that public transport service, Metro, cut 177 services mm-hmm. from their service and people are still missing buses. So Tassie also had the second lowest proportion of its state budget allocated to public transport at 0.94% for 2023 to 24, ahead of only the Northern Territory, which is at 40, 0.41%. Um, so Tassie is expected to spend $115.06 on public transport per capita in 2023-24 compared to 610 in Victoria and 702 in Queensland. Um, so if we put it sort of into terms like South Australia is the next populous state, they're mm-hmm. spending nearly twice per capita than us at $218. Okay. So public transport to work has to be accessible, affordable and reliable. Mm-hmm. Well, it has to be reliable, doesn't it? And That's accessible and affordable. It, people won't take the bus if it's too expensive. People won't take the bus if it doesn't come. And if it doesn't come to where they live, they won't take it either. But I caught the bus every day to school when I was a teenager. I wasn't allowed to catch it in primary school. Me too. Every day. The mm-hmm. bus, you know, what was it? The Goodwood Lutana or... Mm-hmm. Every day the bus... So I My think mother they, would be beside herself if she sent me out to catch the bus and it didn't turn up. Yeah, so, that's so I, what I think they prioritise school buses and ones for, for school kids, but there are that, that doesn't stop people's jobs, people going to appointments, medical things. I don't know this, but I don't think there's many kids catching the bus to school anymore. No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I don't... That's anecdotal stuff from me, but I don't think there's many kids catching the bus to school anymore. Because there's a bit of work-life balance out there and you're allowed to start work a little bit later so you can get your kid to school. Back in the day, you had to catch the bus because mm. mum and dad had to get to work. Yeah. Yeah. 
Anyway, what do you think, Hobart? 0488881073. How can we fix our seemingly terminal Mm -hmm. public transport system? Let's get to some good news. Some gold rare. So Tassie is leading the nation in organ donation, and I didn't mean for that to rhyme. Uh, 83% of Tassie families are saying yes to their loved ones becoming organ donors, and in 2023, the lives of 57 Tasmanians were changed through donations from 21 organ donors and their families. So 57 lives changed. Great, and I think it's something that everybody should look into because it can save lives and does save lives, organ donation. So that's great work. Well done, Tassie. Surprise, surprise, Tasmanians giving back, even in death. Absolutely. Wonderful stuff. Producer Rhea from the Triple M Producers Desk. It's Triple M Breakfast. Every single morning before 7am, we give the ch- you the chance, Hobart, to spin the Triple M prize wheel. Just by calling one triple three five three, you'll be guaranteed a prize. Good morning to you, Marcus, in Fawcett. Hey, Tubes, how are you? Good, thanks. What's happening in your world today? On the way to work, mate. Oh, once, where's work? Where are you on the way to, Mark? Jeez, it's early. Is it early? <laughs> I'm struggling with speech. Pardon? <laughs> just to Cambridge. What do you do for a living, Marcus? Uh, just in transport. Excellent. Mm. Delivering or picking up or both? Uh, just, yeah, behind the scenes. Oh, that's the mm. way. That's the way to do yeah. it. Good on you, Marcus. Uh, what do you like to do outside of work, Marcus? Wow. Uh. Just anything, really, mate. Survive. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. Unwind. Yeah, Always unwind. Yeah. yeah. It's nice to unwind, isn't it? Kids. Is. You got any kids, Marcus? <laughs> yeah, a couple of kids. Hard to unwind when you got those. It is. How yeah. old are the kids, Marcus? Uh, 14 and 12. Oh, teenagers. Boys yeah. or girls? One of each. Pigeon <gasps> pair. What do you got? Yeah. What are their names? Tilly and Lewis. And what are they into? Oh, a bit of sport, bit of motorbikes, bit of, yeah, mischief. <laughs> Sound like good kids, Marcus. Yeah, yeah. A partner, yep. married? A partner, yep, yep. What's their name? Andrea. Andrea, shout out to Andrea, Tilly and Lewis. Yep. And then Marcus is working hard to keep you guys alive, I assume, Marcus. That's, exactly what, right. that's what it's all about. Yep. Definitely. Hey, Marcus. How do you afford teenagers? Do they cost a lot? I can't. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just worried about those years. It's okay. Mm. Tubes has a daughter. I don't don't have to worry about. I think daughters cost more than maybe. Uh, How? Who's older? Is it Tilly or Lewis that's older? Tilly's older. Yeah. I've got the same exact same deal. I'm a little bit further back in the trenches to you, Marcus. Yeah. What's the advice for someone further down the trench? I've got a. A six-year-old girl and a four-year-old boy, what's your advice to me as a dad with its similar kids at similar ages? Strap yourself in, Chief. <laughs> and stay at work. <laughs> That's not what I wanted to hear, Marcus. <laughs> Marcus probably doesn't start work until nine, but he's got he's slid out the door now Getting at out. 6.30. Yeah, that's right. I've been, a secret. I feel like I've been strapped in already. <laughs> can't be any strapped in any tighter, Marcus. I've, I've got concussion. Uh, All right, Marcus, what number have we got there, Kaz? We've got number 32. Number 32, Marcus. All righty, Marcus. This might help you out. We've got 50 bucks for you to spend at Super Cheap Auto. Oh, that sounds good. There you Perfect. go, Marcus. That's Spot all on. yours. Go and buy well something done. for your kids. No, for yourself. <laughs> Treat yourself, I reckon, Marcus. 
Thanks, heaps, Kaz and Tubes. There you Appreciate go. It. Good on you. That's Marcus from Fawcett, who's won on the Triple M prize wheel. You get your chance tomorrow, Hobart. From 6 a.m., we could spin the Triple M prize wheel any time before 7. Triple M Breakfast. Triple M presents Pearl Jam Live on their Dark Matter World Tour with special guests, the Pixies, playing Marvel Stadium November 16 and 18. The second show's been added there. Tickets are on sale now without the need for a code at livenation.com.au. That will be an enormous show. Pearl Jam, uh, a huge part of my youth. Oh, this, I is love your, Pearl Jam. this is your Tay-Tay, is it? I think Eddie Vedder, who's the lead singer of Pearl Jam, has one of the most unique and beautiful voices of an artist of any time. He is brilliant. In fact, I was talking to someone yesterday about this at Swimming. I feel like... You and I, Kaz, should yes. push to try and get Eddie Vedder to do a solo show. Pearl Jam probably aren't going to come to Tasmania. Okay. In mm-hmm. fact, well, I almost guarantee it. But what if, what if, a little bit beforehand... So, hang on, you're saying Pearl Jam aren't going to do a little um, concert at the KGV. Is that what it's KG5. called? No. Okay. KGV, I yes. I missed out back in the 80s with... I don't I think chased. so. I I just don't think okay. so. Okay, all right. But I love Pearl Jam. I love them. I also love Eddie Vedder. But I think if you and I maybe write a little email to Eddie Vedder, maybe, maybe Eddie will come on down to Hobart and maybe do something. He likes to do little shows on the side, not at, this is a stadium show, the Pearl Jam show. Maybe we should try and get Eddie Vedder down here to play at the Odeon or He'd the like Theatre He'd like to do Royal. a little, probably on the lawns of Mona, wouldn't he? We could. Exactly. Maybe we should write him a little email. Yeah. Producer Ray, do you reckon you can get Eddie, v- Eddie Vedder's uh, I don't think it's an email, email. Tubes. I think it's uh. a letter. We send him a card. A card? Yes, a handmade, That's a no hand-drawn. from Ray. I could get his people's no. contact. I think well, this one's listening. better to go direct. Yeah, look, give us a call. Eddie Vedder, if you're out there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to give us a call, Eddie Vedder? One triple three five three is our number, Eddie. <laughs> give us a call, one triple three five three. I think that if you're going to come, if you're going to come from America, so those guys are from Seattle. If they're going to come all the way from America to play a couple of big stadium shows, why wouldn't you want to just dip the toes into Tasmania Let's for a bit? Face it, tubes. They will sneak down here. Everyone sneaks down here. I'm sure I just saw Katy Perry at Macca's this morning. You're joking me. Well, yeah. <laughs> but was, well, I don't know. Look, it was early. They do sneak down they here, sneak though. They sneak down here and they go and have a look at, you know, all of our wonderful beauty here in Tasmania. Work for it. We're going to show you around. Have Pop they a little concert for us? Have they seen the Chapel Street Bakery? <laughs> That's what I want to know. <laughs> Some of the best pies. Have they been to Brighton's Best Bakehouse? Oh. Have they done a tour of the pies in Tasmania? No. Eddie Vedder. Shout out to you. <laughs> triple M Breakfast with Kaz and Tubes. Oh, my goodness. It's Triple M Breakfast. Kaz, did you see that the Greens are proposing that the penalty for a speeding ticket would depend on how much you earn? Well, there you go. That's interesting, isn't it? The Greens are hoping that this might come into play to make justice more equitable. So income-based fines is what they're talking about. So the normal fine for your average everyday people. Yep. But your high earners, if they're speeding. Well, I think it's all based on your income. 
Mm. So it's a percentage of your income. I've never had a speed. Never had a speeding ticket. (sighs) We may talk about my driving skills. I've had one caution. Caution? Caution That's not to say. In Federal Street 20 years ago where I was doing 55 in the 50 zone when it was 50 and then I got pulled over by the boys in blue and he said you were gaining speed. I'm like... Mate, how does he know? I was approaching a roundabout. What do you think I was going to do? Some big (laughs) driving trick over the top. Anyway, I got off that one because I said, I've never had a ticket. He clearly didn't look at your feet then, did he? I asked you to get out of the car. (laughs) Step out of the car, please. He said, just a sec, I've got to put my shoes on. on. Did you have, you had a speeding, you're a good driver. I uh, I have had a speeding fine. I've had two warnings. One going over Tolman's Hill, Mm. heading up towards Kingston. I was doing 76 in a 70 zone. 76. I might have been, that might be an 80 zone. I might have been an 86 in an 80 zone. Okay. Don't know how I was, it was in the, the old source van. Ooh. And then I got one at 5.15 in the morning heading towards Devonport from Hobart on the Bridgewater Bridge. I was doing 71 in a 60 zone. Wow. And it fined me. $241. Yeah, how much is a ticket? $241. Is it still $240 for a speed yeah, ticket? Yeah, like... Does it depend how many Ks over the limit you're going yeah, yeah. as what yep. you're doing? Look, it, there's no excuse for it. Don't speed. Don't the, speed. The people that speed through the school zone when I'm doing school pickup, I tell you what, oh my goodness gracious, Tubes, there's... <laughs> someone's just started cleaning our windows here at the studio and that's... I need that's to take nice. a photo of that. <laughs> Um, don't don't, <laughs> don't speed, speed through a school zone, especially. What do you think of this, Hobart? What do you think of the Greens' idea to make it income-based fines? Love to hear your thoughts. Send us a text, 0488 88 We have a special guest in the studio, Kaz. We do have a special guest. Kimmy Jane is Miss Galaxy Australia national finalist. She's a Tasmanian and she joins us live in the studio. Good morning, Kimmy. Good morning. Thank Good. you so much for having me. You look amazing at 10 past seven. This is a life skill, I think. You look beautiful. So, oh. Kimmy, tell us what Miss Galaxy is all about. Well, the Australia Galaxy pageant, it's all about empowering women to become the best versions of themselves. So it's all about raising money for charity. We're raising money right now for Batia, which is the youth mental health organisation. And it's all about getting out in your community, lending a hand, doing community service and advocating for the causes that are most important to you. There you go. It's covering all the good stuff that we need in our lives. So why is it important for, for girls to enter competitions like this, Kimmy? Well, competitions like this, especially the Australia Galaxy pageant system, they give women a platform to raise awareness for things that are of particular importance to them. And also it gives you a chance to, you know, advocate for change, build on your networking and public speaking skills. And it's just a beautiful platform for women to come together in this amazing sisterhood. You've been doing this for a while now, Kimmy. Yes, uh, this year will be my third year competing in the Australia Galaxy pageant system and I'm pretty excited about going to Sydney this year. Why do you keep going back? Because of the experience. Like each time I think I've gained something new, I've grown as a person and obviously I'm still hoping to be a title holder and represent Australia in the United States. 
So a lot of it, a lot of pageant is about confidence. Am I right? You need, you think you need confidence. Is that something that you're born with or are there tricks to gain confidence through your life? Well, I definitely wasn't born with confidence. I was extremely, extremely shy as a kid growing up and I used to dream of being on stage, but I would shake even when they did the roll call and I had to put my hand up and say, yes, I'm here. So I wouldn't say you have to be born with confidence. It is a skill, but I think it's like a muscle. It's something that you can train and you can learn over time um, through, you know, learning different mindset tricks about, you know, overcoming self-doubt and fear and just changing that narrative in your head. So what, oh, sorry, Chips, what do you need to do to prepare? So for a pageant, it seems like a a lot of work. It's a lot more than, I guess, what you see or first meets the eye. When you think of pageants, you might think of, I don't know, being on the runway, but preparing for a pageant, it's really about knowing your why. Like, why are you in the pageant? What are you about? What causes do you care about? And what is your platform? So you've really got to know yourself and be putting in the work and going out in the community and making a positive change. What is your why, Kimmy? Something went wrong. My why? That's Siri. <laughs> Siri was trying to uh, cut my lunch, but that's okay. <laughs> and look how well you, we, you can handle any situation. So there you go. Yeah, what is your why, Kimmy? My why, or what I'm passionate about, I'm passionate about empowering women through confidence and personal branding because myself, struggling with confidence, I know that, you know, you might not have confidence even in your 20s and I'm nearly 30 and it's taken me a lifetime to build confidence. So I would say that I'm passionate about teaching other women through my workshops and my podcast about how to overcome doubt at any age. What Perfect. is your advice to someone who might be sitting in their car on their way to school who is listening to you speak about confidence and understanding who they are a little bit more about finding that inner confidence? Take your time. You don't have to become confident overnight. I like to think of it like, again, training a muscle. It's something that you can do and just start small with those everyday little tricks. Like, you know, if you find yourself uh, talking to yourself negatively, which is something we do, like, you know, we compare ourselves to others or we beat ourselves up for not being perfect, is to stop and ask yourself, why am I thinking like this? And try and reframe those thoughts to be a bit more positive and supportive or even just speak to yourself like you'd speak to a friend. How can people get involved with Ms Galaxy Australia? Well... If you'd like to follow along, you can follow either at the Australia Galaxy Pageant Instagram page or if you want to see what I'm doing and all my fundraising for Batia, you can follow me at Instagram at Kimmy underscore Jane underscore. And what is Batia? Batia is a youth mental health organisation. So they raise awareness and they go out and they visit schools and they start really important conversations about youth mental health. And I'm excited to announce that over the next 10 weeks, I'll be once a week taking a cold plunge at Bell Reef Beach to raise money for Batia. Brilliant stuff. Well, Kimmy's off to the Australia Galaxy pageant in Sydney this May, representing Tasmania. Kimmy, thanks so much and all the very best for Ms Galaxy Australia. Hopefully you're representing us in the USA. Thank you very much for having me. It's Triple M Breakfast. Good morning, Duncan in Howrah. Good morning. How are we? Good, thank you. What have you got for us, Duncan? Uh, I think I've got a story very well. Actually, is a little bit better than Kaz's Prowler story. Oh, <laughs> now, my, my! To give you an update here, that Duncan, <laughs> if if I might indulge, Kaz, you had what you thought was a prowler. You followed them through the streets of of West Moona for yeah. quite some time. Early morning, thinking it was a dodgy person scoping out houses. It turns out it was the Mercury delivery yeah. guy. An arm came out and threw out a Mercury. <laughs> and I went, oh, okay then. <laughs> what do you got for us, Duncan? Well, I thought I'd have an early night last night and I'm laying in bed just sort of waiting to doze off and the next minute my driveway alarm's going off, my alarms are going off. So I jumped out of bed, looked out the window, couldn't see anything. 
I thought, uh, you know, it could have been a dog or a cat or, you know, someone walking past. Jump back into bed, lay there five minutes, bang, alarms are going off again. I thought, bugger this. So I jumped up, ran outside in my boxes, looked around, couldn't see anyone. Went to go back inside, heard a little noise, turned around and it was a bloody magpie. <laughs> you got to watch them. <laughs> bloody magpie. Fair income. Oh, don't they stay with you though? Don't you have a magpie for life? <laughs> yeah. I'll be curious if he comes back tonight. So. <laughs> Duncan, well done. Got to be careful of the birds in our life, uh, don't yes. we? <laughs> Thanks, Duncan. We'll Unbelievable. Give you, we'll give you a pie and coffee voucher for Brighton's Best Bakehouse. Thanks for the call, Duncan. Thank you. Have a good day. I'm in much better mood now that I've had a sparkly crown on. Kimmy Jane, of course, from the Miss Galaxy Quest was our guest this morning. And she let and you wear her tiara. I don't know if she... I don't know if the words let me are quite true. <laughs> I may have reefed it from her head. The words were... Thanks so much for coming in, Kimmy. Now give me that tiara. Yeah, and she did. And, she did. you know, girls want to put a sparkly tiara or boys on your head, go for it. Go for it. You do you. So I you've was been in a bad, bad mood, Kat? Last night I was in a filthy mood, Tubes. I don't, I don't, I was just really grumpy. Maybe I was a bit tired. Sleep is important. It is. And maybe I wasn't getting enough sleep. What, do you know what made you grumpy or no, what, I tell you what tipped ma- you what, over the edge? I, well, it all started when... I bought chicken Kievs on special at the supermarket. Cost of living, you've got to try and buy stuff on special. Correct. So they had a little sale sticker on them, chicken Kievs, supermarket. Then I had to follow through. <laughs> Husband Adrian said, we're having them for dinner tonight. I don't want them. All of a sudden, I'm a five-year-old. I don't want that. I don't want chicken Kievs for dinner. Yeah. Anyway, he's, you know... Cooked them. He cooked them. Because Adrian is the cook in your place? <laughs> yeah, I try, but it's yeah. only 101 ways with mince you can yes. do. And he won't let me buy a Thermomix. You know, a modern woman, he won't let me buy it. What's wrong with that sentence? Anyway, <laughs> I should go and buy my own. Um, so that tipped me over. Then he was chewing and that annoyed me. I said, look, I'm sorry. I can't watch you eat anymore. This is 10 years of marriage. Bam, can't watch you eat. I think it was because I was still harbouring hate for the chicken Kiev, yes. which didn't taste like chicken. It tasted like the the hay that the chicken sat on before. <laughs> anyway, that annoyed me. Then the dog was breathing on me. And I'm saying, Tommy, go away. You're breathing on me. So I, I took a few deep breaths. I thought I need to readjust my attitude. Your chakra. I need to be in a happier mood. So I thought, what would Tubes do? Tubes would, Tubes says, treat yourself. So out I wandered to the hidden packet of Gaiety chocolate biscuits, which Gaiety are my number one biscuit. We need right. to discuss biscuits right, one day. Right, we'll do a list. Because we need a top five. Yes. Gaiety are my number one. Right. So they'd been hidden in the fridge. Instead of, this is my mistake, instead of taking one or two biscuits and leaving the rest, I took the packet. <laughs> Good. Accidentally ate half a packet of gaiety, which really cheered me up. So I'm up and then I came crashing down because then the gaiety gave me reflux. <laughs> it's triple M breakfast. Rose Tattoo are back in 2024 with their Southern Stars reboot tour. After having to postpone the tour through the second half of 2023, 
Due to some health issues with Angry That Laid Him Low, they are back, ready to rock your socks off and to honour their commitment to their brothers and sisters in Tassie. Joining us live is the man himself, Angry Anderson. Good morning, Angry. Well, yes, good morning. Any mo- well, you know, you get to a certain stage or an age in your life, when, uh, and I'm nearly there, where, where someone says, you know, g'day, and you say, yeah, it is, I'm awake. I hope you're fine. <laughs> Angry, how are you feeling, mate? Tip top. Tip top. Yeah, we're having a ball. What do you like about our Tassie pubs, Angry? Everything. Everything. Draft beer is just the best beer, obviously. You know, you get down there, we, we find that there's a lot of pubs that are old school and they keep their lines clean. And your draft beer is, you know, and you can't beat bugs, let's face it. Um, <laughs> one of the best beers on the planet, you know, because it's due to the water. Knew that, Angry. What are people expecting from the Southern Stars reboot tour? The Southern Stars banner, if you like, was because I thought, you know, like, because we're in our last years, we're going to wind it up in a couple of years because the band name would have been in existence for 50 years in 26, right? So you've got to call an end, you know, like whenever it's due. So 26, that's our last year, and the band will cease to exist after that, except in people's memory. So we, I just wanted to make some statements, you know, and I'm unashamedly very patriotic about you know our historic traditions and and our and our history per se. So um, under the Southern Stars was written all those years ago, as I was fond of saying back in the day. You know, like a boy that's been away from Australia come back with a, a new view of the world, and and a new passion for for where he was born and the lifestyle that he's that he grew up. You know, in and what shaped and formed us as people. So. Living under the Southern Stars, I think, you know, like we're, we're blessed. It's going to be a massive lineup with your good mates, Paul DeMarco, Mark Evans, Mick Arnold, and Ronnie Simmons all joining Angry Anderson on Rose Tattoo's tour, the Southern Stars Reboot Tour, performing at Dodgers Ferry Hotel this Friday, March the 1st. You can get your tickets at rosetattoo.com.au. But we have a double pass to give away, so give us a call now on 13353 and you could be singing along with Angry. Angry, great to chat to you. Thanks for joining us on Triple M. You know the drill, wear your dancing shoes and get prepared to sing some songs because, like, <laughs> be there or be square. Triple M Breakfast. Rose Tattoo performing at the Dodgers Ferry Hotel this weekend. Let's go to the phones because we've got double passes to head along to see them. Good morning to Lyndall from North morning. Hobart. What's happening? Getting ready for work. Getting ready for work. What do you do? <laughs> Um, I work for the government. Excellent. Everybody needs, well, don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> we all work for the government. Uh, Lyndall, you're like a fan of Rose Tattoo? I am, yes, for a long time. Would you like to go and see them? I'd love to go and see them. Have you seen them before, Lyndall? Uh, yes, as when I was a teenager growing up in Melbourne. Ooh. Oh, the rock and roll. That's the rock scene. That would be the, the real deal it back was. in Melbourne. <laughs> It was awesome. Where was the? Where did you see them? Uh, down Frankston Way. Ooh, that mm. means nothing to me. Uh, I'm not I think cool. Frankston, from memory, is a little bit not. I wouldn't say rough, but like, if you're going to go and see Rose Tattoo, you want to go and see him in Frankston. Yeah. I reckon, yeah. <laughs> Good on you, Lyndall. Yeah. You're heading Thank along. You. We've got a double pass for you. Good on you. Have a great day. Thank you. You too, John from Oatlands. Good morning, John. G'day, Kev. Hey, Kevin uh, Jones, how you going? Good, thanks, John. Where do we find you today? Uh, out in the paddock, yep, moving a few sheep around, doing a bit of cropping. Oh. E- excellent, John. Uh, whereabouts mm. in Oatlands are we talking 
east or west side of the highway? Uh, well, a little bit north of Oatlands and then out to the east. Uh, we get all the beautiful sunrises out here. I think I, I think I come up that way recently, John. With yeah, the, you went to the footy ground, I think, didn't you? I, I did. I went to Mount Pleasant Footy Oval, mm. and then mm. I went out York Plains Way yeah. with Brian yeah. O'Reilly to a shearing shed. It was one of the great days of my life. <laughs> you get I'm, on the handpiece, though. Oh, I'm <laughs> they, going to do a trip to Oatlands. They, I want the two. I want the tubes to. No, actually, I don't want you to give me a tour. No, we'll get Brian to do it. Uh, John, good on you. <laughs> You're going along to see Rose Tattoo. They're playing at Dodgers Ferry this Friday night. You good to go? Bloody hell, yeah, awesome, mate. Great. Excellent oh, work. Cool. That's John from Oatlands and Lyndall from North Hobart. You can get your tickets at rosetattoo.com.au. It's Triple M breakfast. Head to triplem.com.au. Tell us how you'd like to treat yourself, and the treat could be on us, Hobart. Triplem.com.au. We could be treating you. Good morning to Matt from Risdon Vale. Good morning. Where do we find you today, Matt? Um, at home. Um, don't get out too much. <laughs> no. You've been to triplem.com.au. Tell us about your story, Matt. Um, I had uh, quite a bad accident about nearly 12 months ago, which has affected my quality of life uh, quite a lot. Um, as a result, I've not been able to do a lot of things, and um, I'm not the type of person that likes to ask for help, but uh, I had one mate in particular who I don't think I could have gotten through the last 12 months without him, and I just want to show my appreciation for him, because he doesn't realise what he's done for me and how much it means. Matt, first of all, hopefully you are on your recover- road to recovery, mate. We're sorry to hear that you've had an accident. Secondly, how good is it, Kaz, that Matt is here as part of our treat yourself? You know, yeah. we love treating yourself every day and Matt wants to do something for your mate, Matt. Love that. What do you want to do? I just want to take him out for lunch and... Yeah, just have a few, just to let him know how much I appreciate it. And am I right, Matt, it's probably been a little while since you've been out for a nice lunch and, you know, with a mate and had a chat and... I try to get out, but, um, you know, budget and everything like that gets oh, in the yeah. way. Oh, yeah, we know about that. <laughs> well, Matt, what we'll do is we'll give you guys to happy hour lunch at the Hobart Workers Club. How does that sound, Matt? Sounds perfect. Tell us yeah. your mate's name real quick. Uh, he, he got, we call him Gilbo. Well, good on you, Gilbo. Matt from Risdon Vale appreciates you. Triple M Breakfast with Kaz and Tubes appreciates you too. Good on you, Gilbo. And good on you, Matt. You can head Thank along you. and treat yourself just like Matt has done or treat a friend like Matt has done from Risdon Vale. Triple M.com.au. It's as easy as filling in an internet form. I cannot begin to tell you how easy our competitions are here. In the studio, we have our resident psychic and tarot card reader. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning, Chiefs. How are you? We're going great. Now, we've had some sceptics over the last few weeks about what you do. Can you tell us what it is exactly you do? What is your gift? Right. What I do is I read tarot cards and you use your intuition, but there's actually, you usually have to learn all 78 cards and all five to six meanings for each card and how they work with each other. And then you've got intuition going in on that as well. 
So it's a bit psychic. We're a bit using our intuition, but there's actually a lot of learning and study goes into it as well. Of course. You've got <laughs> how many cards have you got there? This is a smaller deck, This right? is a smaller deck for specific questions, and this is called the Cartouche, which has 25 cards. Right. Mm, well, Natalie from Lena Valley has given us a call. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning. Now, Good morning. Sarah is going to ask you a few questions about what you want to get from your tarot card reading, Natalie. Hi, what would you like me to focus on for you today? Um, If there's anyone looking after me. Okay. Um, And, yeah, that's more of a medium-type job where you're looking after spirits, but we can tune in on that. Is there anything else you'd like to focus on as far as your future or where you're at now? Yes. Um, is there any change happening? Mm-hmm. Okay, we will have a look. Now, I'm just shuffling the cards, thinking about your questions. There's a very important p- layout that you've got here, Sarah, as you think about yes. those questions and lay them this out. This is the 10-card spread, which I end up putting all 25 out for extra information. And this is divided into the past, the present and the future what's working for you and what's working against you. So like the three of, cards on your left there, they are the past, I assume? That's the past in behind you, the present in the middle and the future so on the only, right. Yes, there's only three we, cards in the past, four cards in the present and three cards in the future. Yeah, and, and in, as Sarah said, the rest are over there as your backup and your extra information. Yes, and one of the things we do have actually showing in here is as far as anyone looking over you, there is actually someone showing and it's a man and... They are from your past. I'm not sure if it's a father figure. It's someone from your family or it may be even a husband or something. But it's definitely a man who you've been close to who is looking out for you. Now, as far as changing your future, things are actually looking reasonably stable for you moving forwards. Uh, We've got the card of peace and peace of mind and continuity in the present. And what we have moving forwards around the cards of change in the future, it's all about patience and waiting and planning to make your right move. Natalie, how does that sit with you? Patience. Where do I buy that? (laughs) So what was that card in the middle? This is the Lotus card. Is that the most important card? What is the card that you focus on is your number one you know, main character in this reading? To be honest, it varies on the question and okay. what the, what shows. I mean, I never know what's going to show up until it shows up and that's where the message comes out as sort of here's what's important. Are you drawn to a particular card when you yes, laid it out? Yes, with that it was sort of, oh, here's a man. Natalie, is there One. a man in particular? No, because... Um, it's all men. It's all <laughs> men. Well, that sounds good, Natalie. It sounds like... It's my father, it's my brother, it's um, two ex-husbands and a partner now. Oh, <laughs> isn't that interesting that that man or that man card... The man energy is, is where it's at. Yeah. Man energy is strong, Natalie. How do you feel about being uh, content in your present, Natalie? Well, just being peaceful and continuing with what you're doing. We've got peace here. Like stick with what you're doing. Yes. You like that, Natalie? 
I do. Well, yep. I think Sarah's given you some advice there on patience, and I think perhaps we can all learn something from that. We Sarah. all can. <laughs> well, we're all waiting, that's for sure. That's <laughs> right. Natalie, hopefully that's given you a little bit of peace and, uh, and, and lessons in patience, Natalie. <laughs> Thank you. That's Natalie Thanks, from Lena Valley. Thank you, Sarah. We'll catch you next week. I'll be back next week. Look forward to it. It's Triple M Breakfast. Every single day we give away 100 bucks cash thanks to Creative's $50,000 first home builders boost. It's on now by Creative Homes. Good morning to Chelsea from Hobart. Hi. Good morning. What, what are you up to today, Chelsea? Just going to TAFE. Going to TAFE. What are you studying? Laboratory science. Ooh. Wait, what, what's that? What, what, what is that, Chelsea? Um, basically just preparing you for, like, lab work. So, like, you know, pathology and stuff like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Gets you ready for that. <laughs> I'd say you're pretty smart Ex- thinking about your future. There's going to be, <laughs> yeah. Wow, there you go. Can you study our cultures? We'll give, yeah, you some, yeah. we'll give you some samples of. So, hang on, Chelsea, are you going to be taking blood or studying blood, for instance? Um, I really want to study blood. Wow. Wow. That is unique and different, and I love it. Can you test your buzzer, please, Chelsea? Yep. Do I just say my name? That's it. Yep, Chelsea. Well, you're halfway there to winning, Chelsea, in my opinion. Your opponent today is Jenny from Eggs and Bacon Bay. Good morning, Jenny. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good, thank you. What's happening in your world? Uh, Just doing the um, school run. School run. Who are you dropping off today? Both kids today. Okay, well done. That reminds me, I need to shout out to Emerson and Amity, who were at swimming yesterday, and their wonderful dad, Alex. Hope you have a great day at school. Can you test your buzzer, please, Jenny? Jenny. There we go. All right, three questions. You get two of them correct. You will win 100 bucks cash, thanks to Creative's $50,000 First Home Builders Boost, which is on now by Creative Homes. Question number one. Which of the following Hobart suburbs is at the eastern end of the Bowen Bridge? Is it A, Goodwood, B, Risden? Jenny. Chelsea. Jenny. Risden. Well done, oh, Jenny. It's the suspense. Are, yes, has. I like to build the suspense. Yes. <laughs> Was it really? Okay. Did I'm you know the answer, Chelsea? East, West, no. North, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, how do you know which is east? I don't have a we'll – have to get the – Compass out. Well, I wouldn't have a clue. Chelsea, would you have known the answer? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. All right. Question number two: Which market will Triple M Breakfast be broadcasting at this Saturday? Is it A, the Tasmanian Produce Market in Kangaroo Bay, or B, the Launceston Harvest Market? Annie. Ooh, <laughs> Jenny, you buzzed in first. Chelsea, you did get the answer out, but you forgot to buzz in, Jenny, oh. for a hundred bucks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Correct, Jenny. You have 100 bucks. Hey, Chelsea, bad luck. That's okay. Have a so great day. I guess too, so I'm glad she said A. <laughs> hey, Jenny, hold the line there, please. Chelsea, bad luck. Have a great day at TAFE. Yeah. Thank you. See you, guys. Take care. Thanks to Chelsea for calling in. Now, Jenny, you've got options here. You can take the 100 bucks cash and run, or you can come back tomorrow and risk it for 200 bucks. What are you going to do? Um, I don't feel that lucky this week, so I think I'll take the 100. I like that. Jenny, well done. 100 bucks <laughs> is all yours thanks to Creative's $50,000 First Home Builders Boost, which is on now by Creative Homes. Have a great day, thanks, Jenny. Guys. Thanks, guys. You too. Triple M Breakfast. The text line number is 0488 
We've had Donna from Kingston tell us, or ask us, what milk in our supermarket is Tasmanian because Norco milk has been pulled off the shelves at Woolies and Coles. Well, in Queensland, it depends. Hmm. You want Tasmanian owned milk? Ashgrove is Tassie owned. Better milk is Tasmanian milk. But where's it? It's not owned by Tasmanians. It's owned by um, Bega, I think. Oh, okay. I think Bega. Who's closing their northern? Yeah, better yep. milk. Better mm. milk. The better milk factory in Burnie mm. shutting, okay. shutting up. Now we talked a little bit earlier, Kaz, about this. The Greens, they want to find if you get a speeding fine, they want to fine you based on your income, so a percentage of your income. Good, and like, Hobart has gone berserk. But there's one, there's one there. It's yes. a terrible idea for the Greens. Now, who's this from? From Matthew in Claremont. Terrible idea by the Greens for the speeding fines. What about the unemployed or the 19-year-old who has been working part-time? They get almost zero incentive to slow down knowing they won't be out of pocket. Okay, well, two, one thing there. Don't speed. Don't, Don't speed. get a fine. And the incentive to not speed is also demerit points. Yes. So you only have a certain amount of demerit points before. Then you can't go to your... Uh, job, yep. or your part-time or full-time job. And it's also about keeping yourself and others safe. Frankie in Kempton, more than Frank, the truckie, how much is the fine for a speeding politician? <laughs> well, they earn plenty of money, Frank. Yeah, so, so they're going to be paying more. Brendan Mid- Midway Point said, the Greens are on the Greens. Why should I pay more for a fine because I walk work? Whilst some bum who chooses not to pay not to work pays bugger all. Okay, Brendan from Midway Point. Fair point. Ron in West Hobart. I think this is a fair point. Hey, tubes and Kaz, does the does how does it work if a student is speeding in a porch? Porsche, their rich dad or mum has bought them. Well, your it's about your employment, isn't it, or your wage? They're basing it on for your wage. Matthew in Claremont says, one idea is to base the fine off how many times the culprit's been caught. For example, if it's the fourth time someone has been caught speeding, the fine is four times, fifth time, five times, and so on and so on. That will incentivize everyone not to do it again, exactly what that fine should be doing. But why are you speeding? Why are people speeding? Why can some people get through life not speeding? And yeah. some people are constantly speeding and getting fines. Like, you need to readjust your driving habits there, don't you? Don't speed. Don't speed. Like, Honestly. You've got, a, uh, you've got a speedo. You're so looking out the window. You're looking at your speedo. You're looking at your petrol, whether you've got – is this just me looking at all these things? No, no. All of that comes into, into it, Kaz. Don't speed. If you do a 200-kilometre journey – and you go 100 kilometres per hour for that journey, you get the journey done in two hours. If you go 110 kilometres per hour, it's less. But I think it's about five minutes less. It's nothing. It's 10% quicker. So you're actually saving 12 minutes. Give me a break. <laughs> Don't speed. <laughs> Don't speed. It's triple M breakfast. Gee, Angry Anderson's, uh, he said he's got two more years left in him after 50 years of Rose Tattoo. I thought that was quite impressive Mm, that he knows that he's going to retire. Yeah, I wonder where he's planning to retire to. Maybe Tasmania. Probably Dodgers Ferry. 
Yeah. Where they're playing this weekend. He's probably having a bit of a look around for some property while he's here. It was nice to hear from Kimmy Jane too, the oh. Ms. Galaxy Australia I national finalist. They're very important to have quests, if we still call them quests, yes. for girls. And, you know, it made my day just to have a tiara on my head. It did. It was uh, an amazing show. Thanks for listening. From around the corner. Oh, what happened there? I pushed the wrong button. <laughs> I meant for this. <laughs> I love that. Uh, have a great day, Hobart. We'll be back from 6am tomorrow. Until then. Be kind. And treat yourself. Weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the listener app. It's Triple M Breakfast.